Hello and welcome to episode four of Dear God Love Me, the podcast. I am your host, Ro McKenzie, author of Dear God Love Me, volumes one and two. And this evening we have a special guest with us named Brittany Johnson. I'm going to give the floor to you and introduce us, introduce yourself rather to us and just tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and what you do. Awesome. I am so excited to be here with you, sis. Um, on the Dear God Love Me podcast, I am Brittany Johnson from Louisiana. I am your Southern Belle friend. Yes, I you am are. A, <laughs> I am a married wife. I am a social worker with about 10 years of experience. I am an auntie to my PJ, Aubrey, and Callie. I'm also a Nana to three beautiful girls. And um, I am so excited to be here. And we share the same faith. I am a Christian and I love God with all that is within me. So, so excited to be here today. Yay. I know you do. All of those things are true. How's Miss Chloe doing? Chloe, my best friend, is amazing. She (laughs) She is sassy as ever and she's growing (laughs) up. I cannot believe it. I love that. Okay, so we are talking today about gratefulness. Yes. Um, And during the time that this letter was written for gratefulness, it was in the heart of the pandemic. There was a lot going on. The whole world was turned upside down. We didn't know what was going to happen. We didn't know what this virus was. There was just so much going on um, all over the place. You remember you were there. We were all there. Everyone has their own special story about COVID, right? Um, But it was also during that time where I was able to kind of find that place where I could still express to God how grateful that I was. Um, Because even with everything else that was going on, there were still a remnant of things to be grateful for. Um, My health, the fact that my, my immediate family was virtually untouched for a lot of that beginning part. So like, there were so many things, right, to find gratefulness in, even in the midst of chaos. Um, so today I kind of just want to hear what your experiences are or were during that time. If you want to talk about that time, if you want to talk about now, I just kind of want to want to share with everyone about what your experiences are with gratefulness. So the floor is yours. Thank you. So um, you're right. I think it's best that I will maybe even piggyback to back to 2022, but then also 2020, I'm sorry, but also recognizing that I live still in gratefulness. But I think that was probably one of the toughest times where you would probably think that I wouldn't have a heart of gratitude after uh, losing two people in my life that are very important. Um just over the last couple of years, it's just been pretty tough. Like during the pandemic, I lost my grandfather. Just last year, I lost my brother. And it's all oh my goodness. Up, yeah, coming up on a year now um, on the 19th. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Yes, no problem. No problem. I thank you so much. But I think it's best to maybe even start with the definition of gratefulness. And uh, gratefulness is an appreciation of the benefits that you have and also just being thankful and being content. And one might say, girl, how can I be content? Right. And I'm saying, right. you know, through all of this, as I was reading your reflection, I was like, girl, you talking for me right now. You know, having seen so much, uh, so much to really probably just turn our backs and also say, I give up. 
But yeah. if you, you know, instead, I decided that every day I was just going to push through giving God glory for what still remains. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, it's tough, you know, to have to do it, to deal with it. But I also understood that there was some work that needed to be done and just realized that, hey, I'm here today because of the grace of God. And that within itself was just enough to just still wake up every day thankful with a heart of gratitude and appreciating right. for what God has given me despite right, the right that, that has occurred. Right. That's a beautiful thing. I don't remember exactly where it is, but there there is scripture, right, that says to strengthen what remains. And so I think that's so important that you said that because even though I suffered loss, even though these two people that were close to me, I'm navigating this space, but there, there, there's still other loved ones that I have, right? There's my peace of mind. There is my health. There's my job. There's my husband. There's all these people that still love me. You know what I mean? So it's hard, but like you said, it's one day at a time. So we don't really have a choice because no matter what time is going to keep going. Right. And so it's up to us to find that strength to say, you know what, one foot in front of the other. If I'm doing it crying, I got to put one foot in front of the other. If I'm doing it, even if I'm happy, one foot in front of the other. If I'm sad, no matter what comes. It said, what did you say the, the definition was again? It's the appreciation of the benefits that you have and being content. Appreciation of the benefits that you have. So even in spite of everything, right, there's still some benefits to this to this life. There's still some benefits to even outside of just the basic realm of Christendom. Even if you're not a Christian, you're still living your life every day. And that's something that you have. So you have something to be grateful for, but especially in our faith, right? Because it's like, I feel like that that's a huge part of our faith is that the things that, that we're blessed with don't look anything like reality sometimes. It's like, it looks bleak. It looks grim. It looks like there's no hope. But in actuality, it's really the opposite. Like, I look weak. I may even feel weak. But when I'm weak, I'm strong in Christ, right? And so it's that, that um, I guess you can call it a duality, really. It's because, like, it looks bad. But at the end of the day, it's... it's it's still good. And I still have something to be grateful for. Um, so I forgot what I was going to ask you. You know, I'd be going off on tangents all the time. But <laughs> um, So tell us about, I mean, our, everyone's 2020 was kind of crazy, but how can you sort of pull in some of, you know, what you learned during that time into now? into maybe something that you're facing now. Oh, that's awesome. Um, during that time, I really had to, I'm a social worker, right? So social workers mm-hmm. are the worst clients. <laughs> okay. We, we see ourselves almost as fixers and um, how can a social worker need a social worker? But I had to really just stop and say, Hey, in addition to my faith, let me do some, uh, some of this groundwork and kind of get myself towards healing. Cause how could I help someone else? Uh, because my plate was just full at that point. Like I was actively practicing social work. I was interning. I was in school. I was running an agency and it was, you know, tough. So I had to just really get to a place where 
I'm like, look, I need some help. So in order to maintain, to keep this spirit of gratefulness or to press forth in this path of sorrow, hurt and grief, I had to realize I really did this like every day. I got myself up and I said, just as Jesus did, he set joy before him. He had to endure the cross like that was like you said, that was grim. That was ugly. It didn't look like we would ever come on. the other. He would ever come on the other side of that. But he didn't let what he had to go through stop him. He set joy before him. And that's the exact thing that I did. So I would wake up every day, remind myself, of course, of the good memories that I had of those relatives. But then also all that I have and what what it is that I need to look forward to. And day by day, day by day, I was seeing myself get healed in therapy. A lot was revealed. And then here I am today as a testament. So I, I guess what gets me to the place that I am now in any other battle that I go to is to realize what God did then. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. If he was the God that healed me up from my broken heart, then he's still the God that is going to breathe life into me. And then he's going to be the God that in my new journey or new struggle, he's going to be there to be that same type of God. And that alone, I think, develops a heart of gratitude because you're just so mm-hmm. thankful that he doesn't leave you. He doesn't right. abandon. So that's just my process of just setting joy before me looking back at the past and then also knowing that he's the God of tomorrow. He's going to handle that too. That's so good. That's so good. So it takes some intentionality to, like you said, Jesus set joy before him. Um, And I know a lot of times when we feel like we can't find that place of gratefulness, like, like you said earlier, like how am I supposed to be grateful when all of these like terrible things are happening it takes being intentional and setting joy before you. So um, even when you talked about the, um, the, the, I don't know if you said it this time because we kind of had some, <laughs> but when you talked about what Jesus knew he had to endure, right. And, and asking if the cup could pass to him, but he, it was a nevertheless kind of moment. Um, and so even when things look bad, we have to set that joy before us and say, like you said, I'm looking back to what he did last time. Because if he did it back then, he's the God of yesterday, he's the God of today, and he's the God of tomorrow. And so, like you said, I mean, that alone is enough to kind of settle my heart, even though it sounds, and even listening to myself say it, it's like, it's not always easy to do. Most times for me, if I'm being real, most times for me, it's not easy to do like it, like at all. And sometimes when things are not easy, we tend to want to back away from it. Right. And I know me for myself, (laughs) that that's something that I've kind of carried with me because of certain things in my life that did come easy as far as learning and and retaining and things like that. So I kind of got used to things coming easy to me. But when things don't come easy is when you learn the most. When things are difficult is when you grow the most, right? And so being grateful, it it really only means some, let me not speak for everybody, for me. Being grateful for me, it hits different when I have in view those things that are like difficult. Like, it's difficult for me to find gratefulness. But when I do in those moments, it gives me strength for the next time. Um, even I, I 
earlier, just before we started this, I was kind of about to go off a little whatever, like complaining to my husband about all the things that I have going on this week. And I'm like, it's too much going on and I don't want to break and I don't want to crack. And he's like, you have to just take one moment at a time. And I think that's very important to be mindful of when we're trying to find that place of gratefulness is that you can only take one, you can only, there's nothing else we can do. You can only take one moment at a time. So what would you say to that person that is like, I don't want to hear what you got to say. This is not helping me. I can't be grateful because everything is wrong. So go somewhere and sit down. <laughs> like, how do you encourage that person? Yeah, so I would encourage them. Um, as I'm thinking about it, I'll be transparent. And um, and saying in 2020, things were looking beautiful for me. Like I told you, although it was a busy time in my life as far as my career um, I came to a, a place after graduating in 2022 where I was like, I've done this for a long time. This isn't the thrill of my life. There were some things on my job that was kind of coming as an attack to me. And it would it would almost seem as if like God was failing me. Right. <laughs> you know, like, um, how could you give me this? But then at the same time, make it such a, a tragedy for me or a time of uncomfortability. And that's where I started to lean on my contentment of like, God has never failed me, but you know, he's never failed me. And it might sound repetitive as I'm kind of like going back to seasons before, like when you just think about like being in like a tough, hard place between a rock, you know, it's just like, you have to rely on the reputation and the credit of God, you know, like he, his credit is good with me. That's that's a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His credit is good with me. So I am still, since last year, June of last year, I have not been employed. Parts of it was me walking away from it. Um, but I still realize that even in those moments of not having work, like I've still been busy. Like God is still satisfying me. I hadn't gone without anything um, like all my needs have been met all my life. You have been faithful, you know, right, right, right. my life, you have been good. Like with every breath that I am able, I'll still give you glory because like I could have been homeless. Like it could have yeah. the way I could have lost my mind. I could have just, because I've worked for so long, it could have been like, this is the worst time of my life. But at the end of the day, God has still been faithful. So I just would encourage any of you all who might be in a hard place to just really realize like, who's your source? Like that, obviously I'm not working. So the job ain't my source. Right. Right. You know, and I realized that God is all that we need. When you realize that he's all that you need, then life's going to get better. Mm -hmm. It's going to get better. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you singing. Oh, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Put that out. <laughs> but seriously, all my life he has been faithful. Yeah. Even even That's the beautiful. pathway, even the pathway to obtaining the job that I had where I worked kind of all the way from like the bottom to being a director without even having the master's degree. Like it just shows. <laughs> it just really shows like I'm grateful. I was grateful when I was in the streets providing the services, boots mm-hmm. on the ground. In every state that I kind of progressed through in that in that path, God's hands was still on me. Mm-hmm. So I can say essentially he's taken me from the bottom at that place to 
the top and like I can only go up from there. So I'm yeah. grateful for every stage that God has allowed me to tread upon. I love that you said, look at God's reputation and his credibility because he, God be out here guiding. <laughs> Real, real bad. Like it, it really, when you, when you really think about it, um, and prayerfully that is an encouragement, right? To people because people may fail us. We may fail ourselves. Jobs may fail us. Like anything that we rely on is liable to fail at some point, but God will never can never you can pull his track record you can put like he his reputation is spotless so it's like there's really no need in you know like worrying or fretting when you think about it like that it's like you know what me worrying about it is not changing it anyway let me i might as well give it to you and I might as well, while I'm doing that, I can focus on strengthening what is left of what I have. Um, and so hopefully that is an encouragement to anyone, like Brittany said, out there who may be struggling and trying to figure out what's up from down. What do I have to be grateful for? You're still here. Right. And so while it may not be something tangible, there's still you still have strength to to pick up and put one foot in front of the other. And so that I think um it's an encouragement to me. <laughs> Cause like I said, it's not always it's not always easy. But when you really, really sit down and start taking inventory, right, of the things that you, you do still have, the things that are not tangible, the things that you, you can't necessarily touch. Because I've, I've been in a place where I felt like, am I about to, is my mind about to snap? Like, I'm really about to, I'm really like this close to going like for real crazy. Like somebody about to lock me up. So I, 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 I've been like right there where I'm just like, Lord, but you know what? Let me just throw my hands up because it could have, it could have been worse. That's right. And I believe that both trials and blessings Bring, brings our hearts back to Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. All of them. Like some things will break you down to your knees um, even when you don't want them to but at the end of the day you just lift up your hands and cast the load over to the Lord give Him glory, give Him praise and then it's it's easy for us in those happy seasons to just go around God did, God did, you know He did it. <laughs> but like the true test of character is understanding like even when you don't feel or see that He's doing it, He still is. He still mm-hmm. is. And I was listening to the sermon yesterday with Bishop Jakes. He talked about keep sweeping. And one thing just stood out to me uh, yesterday when he said conditions fluctuate, but your position stays solid. I love that. <laughs> oh, it blew my mind yesterday because I'm like, God, that's me. Like everything. And I'm sure a lot of you all could attest to that, that things around you and even your life circumstances go up and down. But when you look at like the solidness of God, like you're still his child. You're still a friend. He still loves you. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter how abandoned you feel. The reality is he hadn't left you. He's solid. Like all of those things. So so it just really blew my mind when I heard that. I said, let me get my 
let me get myself in position. <laughs> this can change around me, but at the end of the day, I know who I am and I know whose I am. And I just, I just vow to just give them praise every single day, no matter what the circumstance looks like. I love that. I love that. Well, thank you for, for this dialogue and this conversation. Yes, you're welcome. I'm so happy you were able to come. Just tell us how we can connect with you on social media. Tell us about Kingdom Pursuit Business. Yes, yes. Did I say it right? Pursuit Kingdom. Pursuit Kingdom Business. Okay, so tell us how to find you and where to follow you. Yeah, so you can follow me. I'm only on Instagram right now. Personally, you can follow me at Brit. N-J-J, B-R-I-T-N-J-J, or you can follow me at my little baby, Pursuit Kingdom Business. This is the start of a podcast that me and my childhood friend slash sissy has put together. It comes straight from God where we really bring relationship over religion, and we talk about God principles that are helpful in helping us in our everyday lives, sort of like gratefulness and faith and all of those topics we kind of cover, but it's a, a podcast in the making. Uh, we only go we go live on Fridays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, and we are led by the Spirit with which topics we're going to discuss. And it has been amazing as we're going that. out sharing of the goodness of the Lord. We're being built up even ourselves. So I'm so excited. If y'all want, y'all can follow us over there on Pursuit Kingdom Business and see what the Lord is doing there. Beautiful. Okay. I will be sure to share your handles and everything like that so we can get some more people over to you. Um, and we'll probably be chatting again soon. Yes, ma'am. I'll okay. be I'm so happy that we were able to do this here today. Me too. Me too. I'm very excited. Thank you again. And I will talk to you soon. Okay. Love you, girl. Love you too. Bye. Bye-bye. Dear God, Love Me, the podcast is produced by Ro McKenzie with support from the following team. Executive producer, Paul McKenzie. Editing, video recording, and audio production by Devere Mohan. Artwork by Upward Designs. Music by Jay Allen. If you'd like to support Dear God, Love Me, the podcast, you can visit us on the web at www.deargodloveme.com. Thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.